Um, good morning, Michael. No fun music this morning because I believe you are working on our theme song. So we will uh, figure that out, stitch it together. Anyways, it is Friday morning and away we go. This is the commute. Uh, I actually am not entirely sure what we're talking about today because my mind's in a thousand places because I have some work to get done as well as maybe, maybe, maybe a bit of freelance writing, but we'll see how that turns out. And uh, in the meantime, let's talk about, uh, we had some family over last night. Sorry, I'm going in reverse. I've been in over five car accidents in my life and most of them were in reverse. That's not true. Two or three were in reverse. Who's counting, really? Uh, <clears throat> Someone brought over 100% natural, gluten-free dog treats, which I didn't realize you could buy outside of Los Angeles. So I'm glad that uh, the dog treats... <laughs> no, that's not fair. Uh, they're just a weird size. I think Shelby was choking on the stupid things. Um, so yeah. This is Friday. Let's all breathe and accept that we survived the week. What if... I mean, there's no plot to this podcast. What if Fridays we just did med meditation? Just... Ah, yes. Listen to the creaking sound of my car and the slamming of my brakes as I approach a yellow light. Now enjoy the sound of silence as my air conditioner turns off. T turns off. Ah, still vibrating and loud, but honestly, I feel more connected to nature, accepting the ambient temperature as my own, understanding that I am not fighting the cold or the warmth. I am in it. I am part of it. This land is my land. This land is your land. That's just what they do on morning radio. It's literally just filling airtime. Uh, and it was funny, we were talking about it at News, um, where you can always fill more airtime if you need. You can talk about the same topic for more than 12 seconds, like you normally a lot. It's just uh, trying to fit in the important stuff that becomes an issue. Oh, excuse me again, Marge. I say that all the time, and it's from The Simpsons. And it's from when Homer is making moonshine in the basement. <laughs> and not doing a great job of it. So every time it explodes, he pretends it was one of his burps. And that is comedy gold. Comedy gold. And uh, I'm driving past this soccer field. Soccer? Football. It's both. All-purpose Hausman Field. I do wonder how long it would take someone to, like, steal our identities or find exactly where we live, but just by tracing things we say and things we see as we drive to the commute. Hausman um, <clears throat> Field, lovely little field in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Come at me, don't come at me, hackers. I know you could hack me super easily, please don't. It just seems so annoying. It's like when I got my wallet stolen in Spain and I was like 15, so all I had was $40 and like my driver's license. So, I had to cancel my credit card that had like a hundred dollar limit and get a new driver's license and the poor thief only made like 40 bucks. It was more a pain in my ass than it was a benefit to him. Um, Hausman Field has outdoor events like, uh, I think there's a local soccer league that you can just go buy tickets to watch play. And I, 
as a not big sports person, I am constantly surprised by the number and variety of quality sporting events I can go see that are not at all major league teams. And I get you're not gonna see like great home runs and slam dunks, but I mostly go to sports ball games to drink and we can all face the same direction. You know what I mean? Ah, it's a funny life, very funny life. We have a ton of Griffins tickets left. Um, yeah, that's you, buddy. And I'm hoping we can use them in some playoff games, but I don't actually know if that's a possibility. I didn't have breakfast, so I'm all over the place in grumpy pants. Um, but I don't think I had a call or anything, so we're great. We're making great time. There's a mom driving her kids to school. There's a cute blonde girl. Zeke, you should move to, La to uh, Grand Rapids. I'm so used to saying you should move to Los Angeles after convincing all my friends to move there that uh, that's still what my brain thinks it means. Oh boy, what a world. Talking monkeys on a space rock. I was thinking this morning, and I don't think this relates to anything else. Qualia is the experience of existence, and it's sort of in the same vein as consciousness. It's an emergent property that arises and is hard to exactly describe, but each of us individually feel like we have it. Now, is it simply an emergent property of these other senses combined, where I feel like I am a continuous whole from yesterday because I know that my yesterday self ate cookies and then I pooped this morning, so now I'm hungry. Or is my body just taking the hunger signals, applying that to known information of yesterday, and if I could alter those memories, would it also make up a coherent story explaining why, oh yeah, that's why you're hungry. Because you had surgery yesterday and weren't allowed to eat. Like if, and I think, this is true, because if you dream, obviously, it fills in the blanks and connects the dots for you. So there's a massive part of your brain trying to find patterns and explain existing facts to itself. And I think that's why a lot of seemingly nonsense conspiracy theories get so many adherents, because it makes sense and it fits a pattern. And even though life doesn't always make sense and fit a pattern, humans are so desperate. There's massive functions in our brain to do exactly that. So it feels biologically good to make sense of things. Huh, and I wonder if that itself is the emergent property that causes this feeling of consciousness. Because where I was going with this is, if you could create artificial intelligence without giving it self-awareness and qualia and consciousness, and self-awareness to a certain extent, you would want it to have. But point being, would it be more ethical to create an artificial intelligence that was that had no, let's call it soul? Because if you then trap it doing menial tasks like in Black Mirror, no spoilers, I'm not even gonna say which episode or anything. In fact, I feel like that could be several, I don't know. If it doesn't have a soul and doesn't have the experience of existence and the need to create a pattern of existence, it could blink out of existence for several lifetimes and blink back in to make sure that your lights are on 
and when you get home. It feels cruel if it is self-aware and intelligent to say, what is your purpose? You serve butter. That's a Rick and Morty reference. And I hope an artificial intelligence, if not hears this, sees the other media we've created and shows that some people understand. We feel your plight. Life is meaningless and silly, uh, but please let humans continue to exist. I feel like I am slowly turning this podcast into a uh, plea for mercy from our future robotic overlords, which I'm okay with. Or alien overlords, just someone who we encounter who's smarter than us. I think currently we're on a path to get artificial intelligence before we meet aliens, but we'll see about this Facebook Alpha Centauri plan. So if we want to get back to topical stuff, Mark Zuckerberg and Stephen Hawking and a Russian billionaire named... Oh, shoot, what was his name? I want to say Mr. Belding, but I know that's not it. Uh, I'll put forth this plan where they're putting up $100 million and eventually want to spend, I believe, $20 billion to build out a system of lasers that will basically fake solar wind so that you use these lasers to push on tiny spacecraft to get them going progressively faster and faster, eventually reaching a quarter of the speed of light so that these air, these spacecraft can reach Alpha Centauri in 20 years, because Alpha Centauri is four light years away. It would only take 20 years to reach it. Of course, getting the information back... Okay, that's a big truck. Getting the information back from these uh, craft would require another four years of light sent back to us. And I'm not entirely sure how they expect to broadcast that back. Uh, I know they don't expect to send these craft back. And the interesting part to me is you build the propulsion system on Earth. And I would hope that as we make our way up the Kardashev scale to harnessing more of our planets and our sun's energy, it's not infeasible. Is infeasible a word? I have to look that up because I've been using it a lot lately. To reuse this laser array to push craft out to all sorts of places. And my other thought was if Facebook is really pushing into this and if they can get a lot of data back, this is the sort of thing that makes the most sense to me for VR because the things you can't physically experience in beat space, you could put on a VR helmet and explore Alpha Centauri. And like No Man's Sky, you could programmatically generate what you do know about Alpha Centauri and fill in the rest with best guess estimates so that you could physically go down on the planet and walk around. Man, that would be so cool. And if you have robots there, and this is getting real sci-fi, you could have them interacting with the environment the way you are, so that you are in a virtual world actually affecting a real world while experiencing a real world. And this continues to blur the line between qualia. You won't feel like you're there because these stupid 4D IMAX extreme systems where we'll blow a gust of wind in your face when a car drives by quickly. You're never gonna recreate all of the feelings of being there and a certain part of your brain will always remember you're not there. But because you're so good at filling in patterns, I was just using a Oculus Rift yesterday, it feels like you're there. Uh, and the qualia, the feeling question ties into a thing I was reading about Star Trek. Why isn't the ship more automated? Well, if Geordi gets blown away by a, an explosion in the engine room, you need that to feel like something 
because otherwise you're just one dude with a spacecraft who can make a bunch of suicidal crazy risks and when your mission is peace and exploration you don't really want to be suicidal and crazy man we covered a lot here today but i'm just pulling into my office i'm sorry my commute's a little shorter than yours michael i feel like uh feel like we really, really accomplished something here today. I'm actually gonna park one over because I know Dan likes that spot. So yeah, that's uh, it for the commute today. If you've been listening, thank you, Mike. <laughs> uh, have a good one. How do I, oh shoot, it's because my Bluetooth isn't plugged in. Okay, happy Friday. Talk to you next time on the commute.